the anchor woman, a lush feathering curled under at the shoulders, long enough to be sexy, but short enough to remind you she was probably smarter than you. I'm a little late, the woman said, her voice unassuming. I have a breakfast meeting with Senator Sexton. The maitre d' felt an unexpected tingle of nerves. Senator Sedgwick Sexton. The Republican senator was a regular here and currently one of the country's most famous men. Many believed he had a superb chance of stealing the White House from the embattled president next fall. Senator Sexton is in his booth, the maitre d' said. And you are? Rachel Sexton, his daughter. A pleasure to have you, Miss Sexton. When Rachel arrived at her father's table, the senator was on his cell phone talking loudly about one of his recent successes. Rachel! He clicked off his phone and stood to kiss her cheek. Hi, Dad. She did not kiss him back. You wanted to see me? You said this was important. It is. Her father's eyes studied her closely. I have a proposition for you, he added. Let me guess. Some prominent divorcee looking for a young wife? Don't kid yourself, honey. You're 34, not that young anymore. Rachel felt the familiar shrinking sensation that so often accompanied meetings with her father. I want to throw you a life raft, he said. The president is drowning. You should jump ship before it's too late. You can come work for me. I hope that's not why you asked me to breakfast. The senator's veneer of calm broke ever so slightly. Rachel, can't you see that working for him reflects badly on me and on my campaign? Rachel sighed. She and her father had been through this. Dad, I don't work for the president. I haven't even met the president. I work in Fairfax, for God's sake. Senator Sexton, a reporter, materialized beside the table. Sexton's demeanor thawed instantly. Rachel groaned and took a croissant from the basket on the table. Ralph Sneeden, the reporter said, Washington Post. May I ask you a few questions? The senator smiled, dabbing his mouth with a napkin. My pleasure, Ralph. Just make it quick. I don't want my coffee getting cold. The reporter laughed on cue. Of course, sir. He pulled out a mini recorder and turned it on. Senator, you've taken an enormous jump in the polls these past few weeks. The president has got to be worried. Any thoughts on your recent success? I think it has to do with trust, the senator said. Americans are starting to see that the president cannot be trusted to make the tough decisions facing this nation. Runaway government spending is putting this country deeper in debt every day, and Americans are starting to realize that it's time to stop spending and start mending. Like a stay of execution from her father's rhetoric, the pager in Rachel's handbag went off. The senator glared indignantly at having been interrupted. Rachel fished the pager from her handbag and pressed a preset sequence of five buttons, confirming that she was indeed the person holding the pager. The beeping stopped, and the LCD began blinking. In 15 seconds, she would receive a secure text message. Sneeden grinned at the senator. Your daughter is obviously a busy woman. It's refreshing to see you two still find time in your schedules to dine together. Family comes first, the senator said. Sneeden nodded, and then his gaze hardened. 
Might I ask, sir, how you and your daughter manage your conflicts of interest? Conflicts? Senator Sexton cocked his head with an innocent look of confusion. My daughter is not employed by the president. She's employed by the intelligence community. She compiles intel reports and sends them to the White House. It's a fairly low-level position. Rachel stared, her eyes smoldering. Then the beeper chirped, drawing her gaze to the incoming message on the LCD screen. Deciphering the shorthand instantly, she frowned. The message was unexpected and most certainly bad news. At least she had her exit cue. Gentlemen, she said, it breaks my heart, but I have to go. I'm late for work. The three men sat in silence inside their Thermotex storm tent. Outside, an icy wind buffeted the shelter, threatening to tear it from its...